Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Joe Doring. I'm here at World Famous Corgan Hall. What's going on? It's Sammy Guevara, the best ever. And you, yes, you are listening to WrestleCast Radio, baby. WrestleCast Radio, it's the number one podcast in all of wrestling, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Richie Rude. Well, i tell you something, Bulldozer. I am impressed. I mean, I can't come out here and I can't squash an apple with my bare hands. It does show that you do have a lot of power, and you are a man to be respected. But, you know, I tell you, I can't come out here and I can't crush an apple, but there's one thing I can do. And that's get step into the ring and fight as hard as I know how to do and do the best job that I know how to do. And tonight, we're going to search for the next WWE Diva. Now, to vote for these beautiful young ladies, you have to vote. Go to, to, <laughs> go to, uh, go to uh, WWE, dial 86946. And vote for your favorite Diva Search contestant and text message your favorite Diva Search girl. And starting this moment from now, from this moment on, this will be the moment starting now of the Genesis. Ladies and gentlemen, joining me at this time, Brock Lesnar. Curtis Axel, and Paul Heyman. I just wanted to get your comments on what just transpired out in the ring there between your two clients and your former best friend, CM Punk. That's the best of the best of the best of the best of the best that this world has to offer. I'm the beast and the best in the world. Paul, say something stupid. You say your name is Finley and you love to fight. I say your name is Finley and you're a bastard. Wow! Can't say that. So you're the man that rules the world. They call me the Shockmaster. You've ruled the world long enough, Sid Vicious. Get ready. Come on, you want a piece of me? You want a piece of me? Come and get me. Come after me, Sid. I'm ready. Along with Davy Boy, Sting, and Dusty Rhodes, we'll see you at the Fall Brawl at the War Games. Until then. <laughs> This is WrestleCast Radio with your hosts, Ryan Cook and Alex Mello. Ladies and gentlemen, WrestleCast Radio, R&B episode edition. Alex, it's episode 112. What's up? Uh, quick, what's your favorite uh, Mount Rush? Or 112 songs, go. Ooh, um, hmm. Cupid? Is uh, Cupid on the list? Uh, Cupid's pretty good. I like Dance With Me. I think Dance With Me is a really good one. Um, Remix or, I mean... The, all the ones that are on that uh, that CD that have... It's over now. 
<laughs> oh, please keep on the, that that one. <laughs> Fun fact: the first one twelve album was my first compact disc purchase. Damn, like mine my, was ninety six, ninety seven, maybe ninety six. I, I think mine was East nineteen ninety nine Eternal. By, nice. Uh, only bones. Thugs. Yeah. Heck yeah. And I had that on like laserdisc and and cassette tape, so. That's why I didn't spring for that CD not so much later. Well, I got confused because then Crossroads wasn't the same Crossroads as the. <laughs> oh. I was like, uh, what is this? Yeah, elementary and junior high rap albums, like when you, you know, watch Rap City and or, you know, TRL, and then you would, like, Mystical, Shake It Fast. Like, obviously, you're in junior high, you're like, okay, it's obviously Shake Your Ass. But for some reason, I remember hearing the, the radio edit, and I was like, I wonder if this is how the course actually goes. And then when I purchased the uh, the CD, I was like, yeah, I sadly predicted how awful the uh, the actual version of that song would go. But uh, yeah, definitely traumatized a lot of people I know, um, some early Alex as well. But then I just got <laughs> over it, y'all. The internet. I remember... Uh... When I when I bought uh, that Tupac double disc in California Love was not the same California Love. The remix, like, the best remix ever. Yeah, the the uh, the, the other one the beat was all like. What Ryan was like? This is this is false advertisement. I'm gonna bring it back to Target. Oh, Target. Target used to crush the CDs, man. They used to have such a huge selection. Oh, my gosh. Now they have vinyl. No joke. They have more vinyl at Target now than actual compact discs. Yeah. How crazy have, is that? End caps when you walk into, like, the other door, like, mm-hmm. not the grocery side door. Yeah, they're, uh, <laughs> Damn, <laughs> they're that 112 to... debut album, by the way, pretty pretty lit, as uh, Sportscast Radio's Jordan Jiskra would probably say Remember, uh, they were on. Um, uh, they did the "Sky Is the Limit" song with Biggie. Oh yeah. That was tight. Speaking of uh, Jordan, uh, shout out to him and Tommy Wita last night. Yeah. Sportscast. Um, I, I thought it was a clever idea. Gave him some, gave him some props for that one. But th- t- thinking of sports, this is just randomly sprung on me. We got to try to incorporate some. Man, I you know I wish Jordan was a jab <laughs> jab. Since uh you know he he loves his Lakers so much, um, makes me sick. But <laughs> uh, I wish he would just admit he's like a fan of like the Portland Trailblazers or something, and not always pretending he's a Lakers fan. Because if he bad. If, it's not a bad squad. If he talked about the Tennessee Titans the way he talked about his about the Lakers. Uh, <laughs> Then I would think he's a real fan, but obviously he's not. <laughs> oh, snaps. How are we going to incorporate March Madness into wrestling? we got to figure that out here before this month's over. I don't know if we try to run like a theme. Do we do a top 64? Do we find six? Uh, or should we find the eight uh, federations divided by the eight best of their wrestlers? And then we'll let the fans on Twitter at WrestleCast underscore SSM kind of uh, figure out the number one the seeds. Boom. I like that. Um, Alex, 
two coming up here at some point uh, this week, next week. Um, I got the last of the ballots in. So after after that month of counting ballots, I finally have everything done. Better pay attention to deadlines, people. <laughs> there was people that still had them out, and they said that they, they they admitted they screwed up and forgot. And I and I was like, well, I'll tell you what, you know, if you guys are going to get it out, I'll I'll allow it. I, <laughs> no, it's awesome that they did. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just a little irritated. You had me watch over an hour and a half of Fastlane when I could have watched night three. So I'm a little <laughs> irritated. I never thought I'd be irritated. Like, dude, you just made me watch Mandy Rose Asuka, and it lasted more yeah. than 90 seconds. Dude, she tripped over a ring apron over a kendo stick spot that didn't even work. Dude. Explain to me where Sonya Deville was forget. She grabs the kendo stick and then forgets to use it, and Mandy Rose just sells the shit anyway, which is even worse. Hey, and then she's professional. That was the best part. She's like, ah, uh, I'm face. gonna murder you. Pin over. Like, shout out to Mandy Rose too. Doing? When she tried to do like that gorilla press off of her shoulders and slam her on the ground, instead, she just like really politely just set her down. <laughs> I don't know what I saw more of tonight, uh, Mandy Rose um, knees, or I, I don't know, uh, Eugene Nagata just straight killing it at 50 years old. I don't know. We're going to get into that uh, pretty soon. Pretty soon. Eugene New Nagata. Japan episode, y'all. And, and then you got Manabu Nakanishi at like 52. I mean. Man, that guy was doing a better dive than Shane McMahon, even though that spot was pretty tight. But still, yes, Hakanashi, <laughs> Nakanashi. I don't know that I, old bull. Jeez, I love <laughs> when she tries to do a a uh, Pescado suicide dive and lands on the <laughs> on the hey, on the, up, the rope and then just jumps anyway. Like hell yeah, that's commitment, baby. Hell <laughs> you know, yeah. Um. Like Alex mentioned, this is a New Japan show. Might not be a full show like normal, but we're going to talk about 47th anniversary show and then nights one and two of the New Japan Cup. Um, Wednesday we'll be back with nights three and four and Fast Lane. I believe we'll have done. Oh. Oh, and uh, can, can we just talk uh, Warrior Wrestling four instead of Fast Lane, um, like a preview? Um, uh, Steve coming on? I think his name was. Yeah, I think we're we're gonna try to get Steve on. I know he's definitely very very busy, but uh, we'll see if we can kind of come on talk about the wonderfulness that is Warrior Wrestling for happening this Friday night in uh, what's literally it's a corner from where I grew up. So very excited. Uh, WrestleCast Radio full effect um, a representation. They're gonna be exciting AEW talents will be present as well as um, a progress women's uh, championship match. So I cannot wait to discuss that as we will uh, this Wednesday. Alex, maybe maybe you can uh, win us some tickets to to double or nothing too. Yeah. Uh, So whoever will be going to warrior wrestling for will automatically be enlisted in a draw for four, four front row tickets, right? Uh, two, I believe. Two or maybe two. It's four. Okay. I don't. I, I thought it was two. four, and then I know uh, Pro Wrestling Tees is doing a drawing as well. But uh, but yeah, I, be, I believe four with Warrior Wrestling. So if you are there, not only are you going to experience a, a great three and a half plus hour show of wrestling, unlike what uh, they witnessed in Cleveland last night, but um, uh, you know you also get the chance to you know 
win some pretty uh, pretty awesome tickets to one of the hottest shows of the year. And it's only their first. But I still count all in as kind of the uh, the prototype, the test run, if you will. It was all elite at heart, right, Ryan? Oh, yeah. 100%. Here's, here's the plan, is if you can't somehow get them to rig the drawing at Warrior Wrestling, <laughs> then before StubHub, <laughs> excuse me, we go to the raffle. The raffle? That's my okay. plan. Yep. We'll go like raffle, it. and then we, then we get desperate. Then we, <laughs> and it's like, all right, StubHub. <laughs> For you. And then I got to go get a second job for two months. Man. <laughs> yeah, because we're going to take what we want. Uh, <laughs> and we want the ticket, sucker. <laughs> Cody Rhodes, we're coming for you. WrestleCast oh, Radio. <laughs> um, oh, man. Congrats, by the way. Harlem Heat. WWE yeah. Hall of Fame. Uh, so, no Heart Foundation? I don't know. That's, that's <laughs> interesting. I, I still want to know where Taz is. Why how are they not how are they not done Taz? It's freaking Brooklyn. Brooklyn, what? Because they're gonna have it there in three more years. Uh, no shout out to Tampa Bay for getting next year's WrestleMania, which I I thought was ninety eight percent in the books for Minneapolis here. So they're very bummed. I was looking forward to going to forty wrestling shows next April. Yeah. Uh, apparently like not to Tampa, man. All right, Tampa it is. Um, <laughs> March 6th with the 47th anniversary show. Let's let's get right into it here. Cause, uh, hey, can we go to a lightning game and then uh, just yeah. nap Dentris at the lightning game since you won't be there? <laughs> we could we could take a picture with like I don't know like a like a, a Martin San Luis Stamkos, yeah, like statue or something, and we'll Photoshop Demetrius into it. <laughs> oh no. So done. We'll find somebody wearing like a Florida Panthers jersey and take a picture with them and then switch <laughs> the heads. No, you like, gotta get those old Minnesota Wild Pants. <laughs> those furry ones that he took from my drawer. <laughs> That's his first pants. Seven years later. <laughs> get my wild pants back. No. <laughs> oh man, man. Just puts them on. I don't know whose pants those are, but Oh man! But also another fun fact, Ryan. I watched the whole show, the whole 47th anniversary show, the tag matches and all. Wow! Am I proud? It was a really good show. It was. It's top to bottom. Um, obviously, you know, it was a lot lot of of previews for the cup. You know, I would say this was definitely you know a nice. You know, kind of segue since what the cups was was forty eight hours. You know, at night one after the anniversary show. So you know, a lot of you know prelude to that. No big you know rivalries continuing or whatnot. Um, you know, especially you know with you know I, I guess maybe a, a nice showcase if you will. Um, you know, kind of coming off of Honor Rising too was the Young Lions, especially with that opening. Uh, what is it? Twenty uh, man tag match to, to start the show. <laughs> At Gorillas of Destiny, Hikuleo, Bad Luck Folly, and Chase Owens defeat Rendarita, Shota Amino, Ayato, Yoshida, Toriyano, and Togi Makabe. Uh, Chase Owens continuing to get momentum. He pins Ayato, Yoshida. Yes. Um, and, and this kind of, you know, Owens getting another pin in another tag match kind of changed my perspective mm-hmm. on my palette 
for the New Japan Cup, and and I thought I hit save, and I thought I changed my answer, and I didn't. Um, oh no! I'm in second place in the New Japan Cup uh, standings right now. Um, I don't I don't even know the person who's beating me. Um, I'm gonna pull up their pull up their email. So if you're listening, whoever's the great chicken doc um, at Hotmail. Is is who's ahead? Whoops, that's me. <laughs> Alex, is that really you? Did you? Did, is that no. yours? God no. I, I, I'm the who said Juice Robinson was going to go far in this tournament, not realizing he was still IWP U.S. Heavyweight Champion, which means he's going to suck in a tournament. Thanks, <laughs> Juice. Uh, I, I, I was to say because uh, I'm looking over the ballots and I don't believe I see Alex Mello. Um, in our own show's uh, a tournament. Yeah, I I totally did a ballot. I think oh, the did? title of mine was like IWGP Heavyweight Championship because I thought it was meant for like what title are they going for? Like the oh. winner. <laughs> so it's like so when I saw it at the end, I was like, that's the name of my bracket, IWGP Heavyweight Champion. Like, durr, darsh. Well, uh- we unfortunately, um, I don't believe you hit submit because you are not in our bracket. What? Um, <laughs> I uh, I did one because I honestly because I asked you that night. I was like, hey, how do you drag and drop? It's not dragging and dropping. I clicked. No, the, I, I swear I hit save. Because we we have somebody named Untitled. We have IWGP Heavyweight Title as a yeah, name, but that is, that's Demetrius B two thousand two. At uh, blank dot com because I won't give out his no. full email. No. And then uh, another we have uh, just Isaiah. Tell him EWI sucks too. <laughs> I, my my uh, my team name is the Kota Kai Dojo. Ooh. So I'm in second place. Uh, the guy who's ahead of me though has Zack Saber Junior winning the entire tournament. Who, Alex? Who do you? Who who did you have in your final four then? I trying to. Uh, that's a good question. Um, I had Okada. I know I had a Bushi. Um, I'm just trying to find that link because again, I don't have the uh, uh, at com. Yeah, the actual <laughs> bracket because I don't want to look up New Japan Cup and then get spoilers yeah, of Night Three and Four. Uh, worry about your bracket then. I, I realized I have Yoshihashi in the final four. Shut up. I'm I'm losing to Okada. Right now. I have him and Okada in the uh, going head to head to go to the finals. Because I chaos believe that is when Yoshihashi chaos. turns. That is my that is my prediction that that's when he uh, jumps ship to tag with El Phantasmo. Yeah, this club. is me. IWGP heavyweight title. That is me. You have Kota, Bushi, Kazuchika, Okada, Tomohiro, Ishii, and Sonata. Yeah, because I have uh, who do I? Where's where's the other gimmick? Yeah, because I had Juice Robinson winning, and I had Yoshihashi losing in the first round because I just severely dislike Yoshihashi. I don't <laughs> care, or not. Uh, I always predict him to lose, so that's why he already screwed me. The Wichita State of the uh, New Japan Cup 2019. You have Manabu Nakanishi going to the third round. I, and I had no idea who that guy even is. And I was like, yeah, sure. That guy sounds awesome. 
Nope. You can dive. You can land on an apron and, and continue that spot after two seconds, but, you know. That's awesome. He, he's so done some, a hell of a dive, though. Somehow, Demetrius's email is in for your uh, ballot. That's beautiful. Weird. <laughs> That's funny. And Isaiah's in dead last. Um, he, he almost... <laughs> Picks are on. He he had a yeah. I won't. Oh, I can't say that one because that'll spoil it. So we're not gonna Ooh. we're not gonna go. Um, back to the 47th anniversary. Now that we got sidetracked, uh, as for normal, uh, Tomohiro Ishii and Yoshihashi, <laughs> Yuji Nagata, and Toa Hanare. Um, I I cannot wait for the day that they finally give Hanare a good win. Oh okay okay good yeah. yeah. I'm really like I'm I'm behind him, and I was a little nervous and skeptical with him not going on an excursion because of the injury. Mm-hmm. But I tell you, I think he's doing a great job, like well deserved. Oh, he was great in the uh, in the first round in Japan Cup, which again we'll get to momentarily. But that that was the most fire I think I saw from him um, ever. Like just from from the start to you know well to the finish essentially, but. Um, yeah, no, he looked really great in, in this 20-man tag match to open the show. But for me, what I, you know, when we were talking about Young Lions early, uh, for me, this was a great case of um, Narita's, like, Narita's determination, his heart, because he was getting the living hell beaten out of him. I don't think he got out of the ring for the first 10 minutes. I'm sure I held a, or heard a loud Japanese um uh, gentleman over the uh, the mic while he's going without attack. So I'm assuming uh, that was 10 minutes, but that was uh, a, a great, great thing. Makabe kind of coming in, um, you know, a la, you know, Kane in the last uh, 15 years in the WWE ring. Um, so it was, you know, kind of nice to, to kind of see that there. But uh, uh, like you said, Chase was getting that nasty win with the package pile driver. I'm, I'm uh... I know Shida lived after that uh, Chase Owens <laughs> looking damn good over the last couple of minutes uh, in New Japan I um, I, I really uh, I really am going to try to have Jen get something for you when she goes to the Mall of America tomorrow um, I just got to make sure I can get her to do it for me so I got I, I have a whole <laughs> I, have a, I have a whole stack of stuff for you when, when, when you get what? here for us and I'm going to try to add to that pile. Uh, <laughs> when I see you Thursday, getting those Russell Cash shirts where you can buy for Friday night at Warrior Wrestling Fan Fest, twenty dollars. Yeah. Boom. Heck yeah. Get those Russell Cash shirts, y'all. Heck yeah. We got a new one in the tank too. I'm just waiting on the waiting on the approval from Pro Wrestling Tees. Should be ready to go by tomorrow. Um, but the tank, a little, the arm singer. A little, uh, a little, little spoiler. Uh, hint, hint, um, as we release the Showtime shirt as our third shirt, our fourth shirt is, uh, without giving away anything, but I think Alex knows where I'm going, it is titled Midway. Ooh, Mellow so, the Midway. I like it. Yeah, so that shirt should be dropping tomorrow, Wednesday at the latest. Um, get your copies when he's in Chicago. Oh, I didn't realize we were talking about the, uh, the the second match, the the tag match with Narita. And Narita is the man. Um, hey. No, but but anyways, you go, man, because you were into it. <laughs> no, well, well, 
what I really well, Tohanari's always are, are in like the ten man tags. This was like, oh yeah, insert so and so here, insert Tohanari. But in this, it was just the uh, the regular tag, which of course was showcasing uh, Yuji Nagata, Tomohiro Ishii, um, you know, kind of with their first round um, in the New Japan Cup. Uh, Yoshihashi just being there, Tomohiro Ishii, of course, taking care of everybody as usual because the Stone Pitbull. <laughs> Um, but no, I, I had a fun time kind of watching this match again, very brutal, stiff stuff. Um, you know, a, a great prelude to, uh, to night one of the new Japan Cup. How great was it too, that, uh, Toa Hanari tags in and Ishii doesn't even look at him and continues to attack Nagata. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, all right, well, he, he gives no, no crap about Toa Hanari and he's just going right for Nagata. So I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> Um, so one next, part I have uh-huh. is uh, uh, my, my final comment for this match. Hashi looking all strong on comeback on Hanari. Scoring a victory, the happened here, question mark. <laughs> Man, Yoshihashi is just... No. Has, has he been the biggest disappointment since <laughs> coming back from injury? He's getting wins, so I, I guess not. This is why I'm saying I think he's going to go to the final four. Oh, so he, is he, are they going to finally reveal him uh, to be the mole, and he takes out Okada? I, that's what I think is going to happen. I think he, I, I think he, like I think he turns in the the quarterfinals, okay. and then in the semis he gets the one on one with Okada. Ooh. Chaos versus chaos. It'll be interesting. Holy moly. What'll be interesting about that then is that means Okada's gonna beat Ishii? No. I don't know. I oh he's no, still gotta he's be- gonna take out chaos member after chaos member. He's the assassin that they don't even know he's hired <laughs> by the bullet club. Let's not forget Kazuchika Okada. He's he's gotta take out Mikey Nichols. That's chaos. Yep. He'll take out Will Osprey. That's chaos. And then he's probably going to take out or Yoshihashi then, which is also chaos. So Okada's taking out chaos left and right. <laughs> yeah, but that's Okada. He's the boss. He's supposed to do that. And so is Yoshihashi. <laughs> no! My biggest nightmare is coming true. <laughs> My biggest nightmare came true. Damn, you're the- booking. <laughs> Instead of Gato, jeez. Um, uh, Drag, you know, we see Taka uh, getting pinned uh, from the Dadan by Taguchi. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Lee, obviously, we'll, we'll talk about the match here, but Dragon Lee his, starts hitting some poses and doesn't leave the ring. I'm nope. going, here comes Hiroki. And then he, nothing yep. happens. Well, but mm-hmm. I was like, then why is he standing there posing? Like, is he teasing the crowd that they, hey, you guys think he's going to come out, but I know better. Damn. No, no, because then what they did, uh, sneakingly, they pulled a Stamford, Connecticut, and uh, added another man into a match. They need three men, but hopefully they'll add another because then, you know, the third man would make sense. By the way, Suzuki-kun stands Zach Saber Jr., Without getting to the longest array of characters I think I've ever seen. Because I haven't seen Suzuki Goon come out like that. It was like the oddities of New Japan. <laughs> I um, I love how Kojima 
does his uh, corner chops, and Suzuki's just kind of laughing at him. So then he, like, does them again, but with his fingernails, and just rips his chest wide open. <laughs> to which then yeah, his me. fairy chops were insane, <laughs> and Daddy did not care at all. <laughs> Fine, I'm gonna cut your chest open then. And then he hit him with the the good old Ichalzu Macchiato in the corner. The I'm going to get you, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I I, I want to pick your brain on this. Is Minoru Suzuki slowly becoming John Cena, or is it the other way around? Meaning, with Suzuki's hair. Tell me he does not look like John Cena when he grows his hair out. Yeah. I don't know what he, I think he's uh he's at the point in his life where he's more focused on today's stance. <laughs> his Instagram shows all the time with the <laughs> pants and shoes and I mean he's socks. rocking the hair, but I just noticed some John Cena in this. I was like, Whoa, he was in Japan at the same time. Getting the hair mm. tips. Man, is is him and him and Johnny hanging out? Oh man, is, see them at the dome next year. Who was uh? Is Minoru Suzuki going to be in the next Blockers movie? <laughs> no, he's going to be. Uh, my dad is a face wrestler. The first <laughs> one. <laughs> my dad is a face wrestler. How today. cool would that be? Suzuki, and just him with his Instagram garb on, just being all face like. Got his top hat and his cool socks. It's his three watches. The best thing that ever came out of that whole thing was that Fantastic Mania when Dragon George challenged Okada. <laughs> Dragon George is Kazuchika Okada. <laughs> Technology, man, they can do anything. I mean, um, Tokyo is one of the, the lead adventures of the technology age, so they can do it. They can make it happen. Uh, somebody said on the plus side, Honma sounds like a lizard when he gets fired up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, boys! But oh, Team Geriatric and uh, Dragon Lee was was pretty fun. I'm not gonna lie. Now, obviously, we're, we'll get to. We'll get to the, the junior match after the next one. But, mm-hmm. you know, as you do, Dragon League comes out at the end of that. Ben, you know, gets added to the match. Do you think that's the Hiromu return and Dragon League wins the title? I think you just add him into the match, don't you? Four-way? I, I, I don't – what bounds did Bandito, like, have to enter this match? I get it, Dragon Lee's Ring of Honor – I believe since you know Andrade's like, whoa, hold your horses, do not come to Connecticut, uh, go to Baltimore. Well, okay, I thought I heard that, that he was going to be signing or was of signed, but I I, I I can see literally Bandito's in that match just to put an ROH guy in there. Yes, yes. I mean, and it's not going to be bad, but I mean, I, I was kind of looking forward to the one-on-one. Yeah, Dragon Lee and her and uh, Taiji Shimori would have been fantastic. But um, <laughs> it was what it was, though. I mean, you know, I it'll be an enjoyable match. It, it's 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 different than what <laughs> it'll be wrestling. an enjoyable match. Just a, a car crash of of insane <laughs> beauty, like not a car crash in in like any uh, WWE of a sense, but like of of just like 
whoa, how did he you just do a triple Frankensteiner in the midair while Dragon Lee then does a hurricane rock? It's like they're going to do some wacky shit like that. And that to me feels like the reason why um, why Harom was probably chomping at the bit to be in that match. He hears the word car crash. Something like, huh? I'm at a thousand and one percent. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Let's uh, let's let's see here. Um, hopefully we Ooh. get him. I'm I'm really yes. hoping. Um, then we you have. What I'm oh, hoping for hey. a one-on-one match with these guys. Ooh, Shotanaka versus Shingo. A yes, please. Oh yes, the past, the <laughs> present, and the now. Essentially, like I, I figured, Rapungi 3K gets the titles back. Now mm-hmm. it frees up Shingo to do. I'm assuming could be a nice deep run in the junior junior tournament if they if they keep him in the in the group. We'll see how that goes. Um, but Shingo is, I mean, he's incredible, and and they are protecting him like it's nobody's business. He gets in the ring and beats the hell out of Rapungi 3K. He takes mm-hmm. out and Rapungi 3K beats the hell out of Bushi. <laughs> Bushi takes the pit. all the all the all the beat, you know all, all the offense, but it was you know it was a good match. Republic, it's 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 interesting to think about this, and especially with the them now three time champions. Republic three K lost these titles at the forty sixth anniversary show, so it's been a year since they've they've gotten them back. It doesn't feel like it. No, um, I swear they had the belts two more times. From the forty six to now, so that's pretty uh that's pretty alarming. For some reason yeah. New Japan for as minimal shows that they have, you know, that we don't see like we do on, on certain you know, uh companies here where it just seems like it was so long ago, but like you said, only a year. But it mm-hmm. seems like it's been two. Holy moment. Yeah, so they they finally get the the straps back. Um which I think is a nice touch. We'll, you know, hopefully we get him in Madison Square Garden. This is a really good match. Um, mm-hmm. She gets missed show at the end, um, which is exactly how Rapungi 3K lost the titles last year. But this year, Yo breaks up the pin. Uh, Bushi goes for the MX show, catches him, and they turn it into a 3K. Uh, mm-hmm. Get the new champion. Some good callbacks. And then uh, when they're celebrating, Shingo comes in and annihilates Rocky Romero from behind. Rocky Romero, <laughs> what the hell was that for? <laughs> As he obviously didn't want to step to Shingo after that. This is a really good match. This was, I mean, this is about a four-star match. What do you think? I I thought this was a hell of, a hell of a match. Great teamwork by both teams. Again, to me, you know, I, I thought this was definitely a <clears throat> showcase. Um, <laughs> just for the fact that, you know, show was getting the living hell beaten out of him. I'm sure he got misted a few times, or at least once, uh, a few rebellions, um, and, and you know, just kind of murdering Bushi, you know, kind of at the end with the 3K. But, uh, yeah, show and Shingo, g- give me that uh, program, you know, hopefully uh, during the junior tournament and, you know, prolonging that to the singles there. But uh, who do you think challenges uh, Ropungi 3K now? I mean, like you were saying, you know, Ishimori, you know, possibly losing – the championship, uh, you know, to, you know, Lee or, you know, to maybe set up that in Hiromu. But do you think, you know, after, you know, Madison Square Garden and whatnot, if Ishimori does lose it, do you see him and Robbie Eagles possibly teaming Ooh. and then making a challenge for Rapungi 3K? Kind of get that bullet club this, you know, into the uh, IWGP Junior Heavy or uh, Junior Tag Team belts. 
That would be dope. That would be dope. I'll, I'll throw a, I'll throw a crazy curveball at you. You know how I was saying last week that Shingo maybe he leaves uh, uh, Lij to go on his own, or they move him to heavyweight or something. What if Hiromu's mm-hmm. the guy that leaves the group, and we get a team like Hiromu and Dragon Lee challenging Rapunky Three K <laughs> for the titles? Ooh man, now, that would be I a don't, fun tandem. What, what do I you don't call see that how. Team? Ooh. Team Ramrod. Um, <laughs> who, who do you see challenge uh, 3K at, at the Garden? Obviously, you know, the, the teams that we just magically, awesomely made up, you know, are already going to be a matches at the Garden. Who do you think challenges 3K? Some uh, A team from Ring of Honor or... I just I I think that's the reason I don't think they're going to be on the show is I don't think there is any oh, challenge. So good. I mean, do you do you redo Search and Destroy and put Gresham and Saban together? <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I'm sure people would not wouldn't you know poo poo that idea. I just I just don't know what else they do. Um, God, it's tough. I I don't I honestly don't know what route they would go for this. But, and, and it's it's one of those things where I'm just wondering like how much how long are they going to wait till they start announcing more of the card because we only have essentially two matches set up. It makes me wonder are they going to wait till the tournament's over and then they book the show in a week? I was about to say they only have like eight days then. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we already know Okada and Skrull by the uh, the graphics everywhere promoting the show. Way to keep it obvious. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what route they go. I but just, seriously, what other game? junior division team is there? You know, obviously you got uh, Desperado. You know, and Conor or what's it? Yeah, the, the guy with the Jack Dan Conamaro, Yes, thank you. Um, so you know, but again, same old stuff. What do you got to do get- to freshen it up? That's, that's the tag scene. Look at, the, I mean, look at look at the last couple of years. It's been Gorillas of Destiny, or it's been Lij, or it's been Killer Elite Squad. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the same thing with this junior tag division. There's just not a lot. I I like the idea of getting Robbie Eagles in there somehow. I just don't know how they get him in. Is the problem? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, would say Hikaleu, but that guy is like nine feet tall. He's like two Isaiahs. <laughs> He's the third uh, Destiny gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> and the only one wearing an all-Japanese club shirt. Each of um, now, was this your match of the night? Um, No, but it was really good. I I think, to be fair, I think I liked the tag better than this. But okay. for what it was, it was, I mean, it was really good. I mean, um, the fact that Liger had, you know, it was one of those things where Ishimori stayed in control, and every time Liger would get any kind of an offense, he would go straight mm-hmm. for the um, Liger bomb, a brain buster on the floor. Um, oh my gosh! You know, he goes to that that roll up he did, the, that flash pin from on yep. Rising we talked about. So, you know, they did a good job of having Liger being smart enough to know what to counter into, but they did a great job making sure Ishimori looked as dominant as ever. Um, one thing I wasn't expecting that we found out the next day, Jusha's yep. under Liger, retiring next January at the Dome. 
I'm, I may never see this guy wrestle live, Alex. I, I'm starting to come to that realization. I went to two New Japan shows in Tokyo, and he mm-hmm. just so not be on either of them. Yeah, you must have known. It's like me uh, never watching the movie Titanic. Um, Liger heard you were coming to town. He's like, nope, I gotta keep, I gotta keep it going. Oh, Ryan man. cannot see me in a. Uh, a in a wrestling ring. I mean, who knows? Maybe if they, you know, come May. Um, yeah, I don't know how that's going to work. Never. I was going to say War of the Worlds. That's where I got to see them. That's but what I'm I was thinking. God, can you imagine if, if that's the only time you ever see Liger 2? Your one showing of Jushin Liger was Liger and Cheeseburger against the War Dogs? <laughs> yeah, I just remember seeing Liger and, and everyone going ham. Um, no, he brought up all the greatest hits during this match. Um, it was good to see, uh, or I should say here, I, I don't know what, which commentary you listen to, but, uh, Don Callis kind of coming in, um, you know, kind of a halfway through this event and Cole Cabana being awesome, uh, during commentary, you know, kind of as well there. Um, but I, I would say what's great is he, Don Callis kind of has been saying what I've been trying to say about Ishimori. What, you know, makes him stand out to me is just, you know, how he's just so strong, yet quick. He can do aerial. He's a striker, submission specialist. You know, I've always likened him to AJ Styles in a way. And then when Colt Cabana says, yeah, and he's really jacked, I did the loudest pop, I would say, probably throughout the show at that part. I was like, yes, it's something I've been saying for for almost, you know, what, six months about this guy, just how insanely like talented and not only is he in the ring but just genetically you know where he just oozes mm-hmm. that like I'm going to murder you um, and, and I love the respect that they kind of had during this match but he's still stuck to that bone soldier gimmick there um, you know it, it was kind of man that Liger bomb I swear I thought they had it I was like okay if you know if he's only going to do one more year give him the strap but you know of course him kind of tapping at the end and then announcing the retirement. It was like, ah, hopefully though, Ryan, <laughs> you will get to see him. Hopefully. I'm, I'm hoping exactly like you said that there is um, a war of the world show that he could be on. Um, that's, that's my only hope. But once again, just like you said, Taiji Shimori is, he's, he's having a great run. I love the way he's calling people out too, instead of mm-hmm. his challengers lining up. It's it's the ba- I, like I love the callouts over the over that because th- th- probably the the my favorite challenge in the last five years in New Japan was literally after um, wrestling Duntaku last year in in May mm-hmm. when Okada passed Tanahashi for his his eleventh defense. And he starts naming everybody he defended the title against. And he's sitting in the ring, you know, he's like, he's doing the Ivu, Sonata, Fale, Oka, Omega, Knights, you know, and he's just naming everyone, mm-hmm. Zack Sabre. And then all of a sudden, he just stops and he just screams, Kenny Omega! And I was, I was like, oh, shit, here we go. And in my head, I'm going, don't do it because you're going to lose. But damn it, I want to see it. And and it, it was great because it wasn't, oh, here comes the next challenger. It was him going, look, she once, but that draw is, is going to stick with me. And then you beat me in the G1. We got to separate this, and I'm, I'm Kazuchika Okada. 
he, you know, he goes right to that announce table and, and he calls out Liger and he calls out, you know, the next guy he challenges anyone to come out and fight me. Like, I love that. And, you know, it, it made the Dragon King thing, Dragon Lee thing that much better to me because then he's like, all right, you want to fight? I'll fight you. Um, <laughs> oh, it was good. Speaking of good, we see the dream team, as we've called them, and Hiroki Goto defeat Naito, Evil, and Sonata. The hell was that pin Hiroki Goto did to Sonata to win that match? He countered... <laughs> Countered what was it, a four-triangle spin pin, as I like to call it? He got him in an STF, and then from the STF, he rolled forward and then somehow ended up rolling backwards and had him in a pin. Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell was that? No idea. It was, it was quite, uh, you know, quite a finish, you know, kind of for me out of nowhere. But when I saw him kind of, you know uh, – Turn around, you know, maybe the, the for the sixth time. I was like, oh, there's there's no way in the hell Sonata's getting out of this. So it was kind of <laughs> like, you know, his his ver- his whack ass version of the Paradise End. But I mean, I guess it wasn't whack ass since it was effective. Uh, and also, I'm I'm assuming it was kind of a a setup for their New Japan Cup uh, bout in the first round too. So uh, without any spoilers, Ryan, did they use this move um, again in uh, in their match? Uh, we we do see the uh, the rotating three sixty dragon sleeper come into play. Oh um, man, more crazy Goto shenanigans. I'm gonna counter you into a STF roll through <laughs> step over pin combination. Were you excited to see T-shirt Suya Naito back out in full effect? By the way, oh, it's 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 expected. I mean, come on now. <laughs> Even the match against Okada, Goto, and and you know Tanahashi, you know uh, you know the veterans that he has you know gone to war with over the last five and six years, he's still gonna just bring out T-shirt Suya. Oh yeah, it's it's just like um, it's just like uh, T-shirt Kenny or black black trunks Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> Okada made um, him pay when he spiked his head though with a. Uh, after that fantastic triple DDT spot that he uh, that he did, um, one thing I did I did think was was uh, was was pretty entertaining too is um, um, what you call it uh, Naito, who you know back in Wrestle Kingdom is fighting with Okada, and he's like, you know, I'm your just I'm I'm your senpai. You're gonna call me that. I came before you. Where we might be <laughs> in the same. You know that same earlier class type thing, but but I beat you when you were a young lion, and I'm your senpai. And you know, Okada just laughs at him, and he's like, "Bitch, please, I'll do whatever I want." Yeah, you see that Ferrari I drive. <laughs> <laughs> um, after the match was over, Okada uh, kind of smiles and calls Tanahashi senpai. I was like, "Oh, oh, call back." There, yep. So I was like, "Stick it in, turn it." <laughs> Cut him up a little bit. I thought that was pretty good. Um, and then we had a great, great match. Um, I mean, this is easily, I think I went about four and a half on this. Jay White defeats Will Ospreay. Man, this was good. This is really good. Will Ospreay's mm-hmm. selling continues to be mm-hmm. one of the best things in wrestling. Um, 
he, and and it was beautiful the way he worked over the ribs, so he could never yes. he couldn't do the uh, stormbreaker, so he had to keep going back to the Oz cutter. And I love that they played that up. Like I can't lift him, so I got to try to go for this. And every time he went for it, Jay White had a counter for it. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, Osprey also did a suicide dive to which he he turned him and slammed him into the guardrail. I mean, the man's counters are just ridiculous. <laughs> Always going to those guardrails, Jay White. Um, if if a couple couple questions here, if they made that Os Cutter into the Blade Runner, which which you which I want to point out that you you brought up how it was it was good that just for for added measure he hit him with another one just to make sure he was done, which mm-hmm. WWE would have probably like you said changed the camera angle. If he if they could have hit that cleaner. And almost perfectly. Match I mean, of the do you year. Think, think that elevates that match that much higher? And I don't. I think and, so. And I, I don't, I'm not saying you know for people who didn't see this that it was bad. It just it was it was about as good as you're going to get from a springboard RKO into you know the Blade Runner. It, it, they did as it much was as so you could fast do. too, where you can't really notice any real you know slip up or anything. It, it was just like oh, I, I think. That was a move, you know. You, you know, you trust. You know what you saw was like. Oh, you know, he took him out. You know, at least that was my first instinct. And then I was like, was that a Blade Runner? You know, I was like, what was that? You know, was, and then again, you know, he him getting him up. And that's a good way to put it too. It's one of those things where I think if if you don't know the two wrestlers, you might have thought there was a botch. Mm-hmm. But knowing the two of them, it's like. Okay, I know what they went for. That was that was creative. Good good attempt, guys. I'm glad they tried it, you know. But you know, he yeah. he hits another one after. Um Gato and Jay White then uh begin to attack Will Osprey, but then we see one guy from each block in the New Japan cup come running out. Kota Bushi, the first one, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Kazuchika Okada, and Hiroki Goto all come out and run them off. <laughs> Um, oh, Burns. Jay, Jay White has has words for all four of them before leaving, um, and then all four, all the baby faces, then be, all five of them begin to point at themselves that they're going to be the one to take on Jay White, um, which instantly makes me go, "Well, we know who the the semifinals are probably going to be in all this now." <laughs> um, my thing is, you know. The, uh, the the New Japan All Star, the Dream Team, if you will, uh, they couldn't get the pose down, you know, during the Mantle IJ earlier, and yet they still couldn't get the pose down together, you know, when they were trying to run off, you know, uh, <laughs> Jay White and the rest of Bullet Club. It's like, come on, everybody, like, just get your, you know, just know the cameras are there. Um, <laughs> no, I, I thought the Jay White Will Ospreay match was was fantastic. This was a Great main event, which again, my my feeling is, you know, you have a New Zealander and a bloke from England main eventing, you know, kind of your your anniversary show, which I think is pretty pretty neat. Um, has this happened before, Ryan, where it's been like two gaijin ending the anniversary show? I don't, to my recollection, I don't remember anyone doing it but to, to be fair too since i've really gotten back into the company it's mostly just been okada okay 
Yeah, that is true. Um, I mean, and, and what's crazy, too, is I like how they really didn't make that a big deal, at least through the commentary that I listened to. Well, like, hey, this is a first, you know, it's like, this is the first women's this or the first Simone that, <laughs> where it was just like, no, this is the, the, the IWGP heavyweight champion, the most dastardly villain in all of pro wrestling versus the aerial assassin who has gained 20 pounds of muscle, but yet sells his ribs injury like he is a junior, um, you know, like, like no other, you know. But my thing with Osprey and the selling, which, again, he does it fantastically, is that going to be a hindrance to his character, the injuries, the, oh, he's not 100%, all comes down to I'm. I will give you one comparison, and that answers that question for me. What has been Hiroshi Tanahashi's career? Air guitar. I'm. Oh, he he's got this injury, or oh, he's got that injury, or oh no, he can't do this, or he can't do that. And then he overcomes the odds. The true baby face. That's what I feel with Osprey. Osprey is going to get okay. the sympathy. Could, could you imagine a G, if they put him in the G1 this year, what he could do? As long as he doesn't face following, I'll be happy. <laughs> you know, I, that was another one I got wrong. I, I changed it last second and, and switched to Folly because I'm like, they got to give the Giant his, his normal run. Uh, one more thing to this match, Jay White, when he was literally almost knocking uh, – Will Ospreay into a TKO with those uh, with those rapid strikes, um, you know, kind of after he counted the os cutter. Uh, yeah, I, I honestly thought it was going to go to a uh, to a rest stoppage there. And again, that goes great to Will Ospreay's selling point. So uh, yeah, I mean, these two guys, I, I thought tore the roof down. I thought the the audience, uh, you know, enjoyed the matchup here. And and Jay White for me, best thing in wrestling. He'll face any company right now. Uh, my God, this guy has had a hell of a, what, 14-month career so far since, uh, you know, coming back from being a young lion. Well, I mean, hey, we're, we're almost done with quarter number one of the year, and he's in my top four right now. Like I, like I said to you on that text, I think it's mm-hmm. between him, Kento Miyahara, Daisuke Sakamoto, and, and Pac are my top four in the wrestling this year. Pac, it just continues to. Have you watched that Pac KZ match yet? I did. I well, what was left on the internet? So it was like a ten minute like best moves, which I did watch. Okay, I'm still. I'm going to try to find you that full link so you can actually watch. Watch, but he just he took on Shun Skywalker, who was uh, yes. uh, he he tagged with Mochizuki. Awesome, He's one of Mochizuki's trainees. Um, he was Mochizuki's partner against Jinzei Shinzaki and Marafuji at the Baba Show. Pac defeats uh, Shin Skywalker. Fantastic match. I, I, there's people that, that have said they preferred this over the KZ match. It's, I mean, it's Pac is incredible right now. The work he's doing is, is hands down uh, the best in wrestling, you could argue. But after he beats him, he looks, he gets in his face, he goes back to the dojo for you, kid, and walks away. <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's so good. Oh, like, he, is, he is on, he is on fire. Um, but let's, let's talk these, uh, these two cups, two nights uh, of the New Japan Cup quick so we can, we can get, get you on your way since you have an early morning, I know. Um, 
couple of these matches, I don't think I'm going to have a ton to talk about. Um, a couple of them though, are, are, were hell. They were really good. Uh, Yoshihashi defeats Manabu Nakanishi. I mean, Nakanishi worked so hard for a 52-year-old. He has about one match a year. He stopped selling the knee about halfway through it, which kind of was disappointing. But to be fair, until Nakanishi started going 100 miles an hour, which was probably about 40 miles an hour for him, I was <laughs> bored to hell. Like, you like, were? First, oh. uh, Yoshihashi offense for, uh, sucks. Somebody said once a year, Nakanishi puts on a pretty damn good performance. This was that performance. Unfortunately, Yoshihashi didn't bother to help him out much in the match. No. <laughs> Yoshihashi deserved to take that torture rack as stiff as that was. He deserved that because, yeah, I agree with that statement. You know, I mean, he could barely even get the butterfly lock on him. He's, he's, he's no. got such alarms. Um, I swear, I thought Naganashi had it after, you know, uh, Yoshihashi hit that uh, uh, puny lariat, um, and, you know, he barely got a one count. I was like, yes, squash him now, Naganashi. Um, but unfortunately, that second uh, putrid butterfly lock attempt uh, was his, his undoing. Was you know ten fifteen years ago. This dude, this dude was pretty fun to watch. He was a big, strong, mm-hmm. stiff dude. Um, but once again, like I said, that Piscato was hilarious. He 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 jumps over the top <laughs> rope and gets up standing on the apron on the other side, and then just kind of falls off of the apron. But you know what? God bless that dude for that. And then he, then he mm-hmm. goes to the top rope and hit the cross, cross body. Body. <laughs> <laughs> was, Crowd was so hot for Nakanishi. They wanted him to beat that little geek Yoshihashi. <laughs> uh, he'll always be a geek to me. Um, Taichi defeats Tomoaki Honma. Uh, the, final, the final was pretty good. The final five, six minutes. But, man, this match was a long match. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and even the entrance by uh, Taichi. I was, ah, um, you know, as I said, my opening statement, this match should not be longer than a revival raw tag team match, <laughs> but it was like it was, three of those. Yeah, it was, I mean, it wasn't, it was the Taichi's heat just was really boring. Um, <laughs> but you know, when home started coming back, it, it did pick up at the end there, which was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, Hey, he was hitting those headbutts. I mean, he went for a top Usually rope. Usually he breaks flares off the top rope, but uh, he was nailing them this time. Yeah, Taichi pulls red shoes in front of the, the top rope Kokeshi that he was going to do, uh, stopping him from making the move, which was about the only time that Taichi cheated, I think. So that was another nice mm-hmm. thing. It just it was just really long. And what do you mean? He murdered a Hanuma's neck with a chair like to start the match. I'm yeah. Like, Come on, really? <laughs> that's true. No rules. <laughs> <laughs> rules Taichi. Uh, but it was a good impression, I thought. You know, picked up, like you said, when Hanma kind of got his stretch um, to get his stuff in. But uh, I, I swear for a second, I thought he killed Hanma after that uh, that wicked submission that Taichi locked in the, to, to win the match there. But I honestly thought Hanma was dead. And then he attacked him, and then he kind of jumped up. So <laughs> he's alive. Uh- in in one of the better booking decisions that this company made, and I'll tell you why in a second, and I'm glad they went this route, Chase Owens 
in probably his best performance ever in New Japan. Dominate and defeats Juice Robinson. Um, it was it was a nice slow burn for the whole match. You mm-hmm. could tell Chase Owens had Juice scouted. He had an answer to the, almost all of his offense. He you know he avoided the left hand of God. Um, he he avoided the pulp friction. He he never gave Juice Robinson a chance to get on the offense, and it was such mm-hmm. a good story. Old. And now, if they want to do it, the reason I say it's great booking is now mm-hmm. you got his opponent at MSG. That's why I'm glad they had the victory. Yes, they they definitely you know kill two birds with one win here. But would you rather see Juice Robinson Chase Owens rematch at MSG or a Pungi 3K versus anyone at MSG? Um, now, you know what I mean by anyone. You know, like a, a credible tag team. If, if it's a credible team that's going to get time, I'd probably go that route. But, I mean, it, I think this is like a four-star match. This is really good. This was a good match. But that's I, because I, the emphasis was on Chase Owens for majority of the match, which was a good thing. You know, he's he, been taunting him online. He was taunting him at the anniversary show. So, you know, there was a nice kind of subtle buildup, you know, that, that you know, uh, Chase Owens was doing. And he was on point, you know, pretty much uh, almost as on point as Juice Robinson's beard at the moment. Um, but yeah, no, he, he was executing early, often, and and stiff in some parts where I was just like, oh, Juice is uh, waiting to, to, to probably sock him after a few moments here. But no, Chase Owens, yeah, he looked like a million bucks. And, and here's my thought too, though, is is I compare the, I, I, I think what really helped me is after we talked last week about Honor Rising, that, a lot of that show was set up for TKO Ryan to shine, and he blew it. Mm-hmm. This was set up for Chase Owens to shine, and he exceeded. Yeah. And that's why I, was, that's why I think I, I'm just so high on it. Like, he took that ball, and he ran with it. Now, I mm-hmm. think if they're going to do this rematch, if they do this rematch, they got to give it time like this match got because they told the great story. And I think they could do a lot of good callbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if, you know, if they get a quarter of this time, I, then I don't know how good it'll be if it's just a sprint. Um, shout out to Chase Owens too. has a sleeper hold yells. I'll have your mom spray tan me better next time to juice Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! And Juice took a lot of big bumps, man. He he was working hard for Chase Owens, and and you know what? This is one of those things where if if my God, the guardrail spots to the when he threw his face right into that. If if Jay White truly is being penciled in, um, just to fill up Kenny Omega's bookings up until MSG, and they do go Okada Jay White. And then they they go back to the normal course they were going to go with Jay White. I think this has given Chase Owens that slight bit of time where he's oh. probably in, in what's the Jay White route, you could almost call it. If if they had to bump White up, they had to bump somebody into the Jay White booking slot for a couple months. I think he's getting a great chance to show what he can do now. Mm-hmm. And that's and like once again, I think he took that and ran with it. Oh, I agree. So uh, he had a, a lot of good sequences kind of in this match. A lot of his move sets were just, uh, you know, harmonious with each other. It was like one spot, he, he did a backbreaker into a front suplex into a super kick. 
like just seamlessly <laughs> where I was just like, wait, I, I haven't seen Chase Owens this, you know, moving this good in, in quite some time, if at all. But uh, no, Juice looked good. You know, I mean, he did his uh, that early cannonball kind of off of the uh, the apron there uh, to Chase Owens. Uh, that was some pretty good stuff. Yeah, this was uh, Owens' uh, time to shine as he did and screwed me out of our WrestleCast Radio New Japan Cup brackets. So thanks, yeah, I... Chase. <laughs> but well done. Well done. Chase Owens is uh, my son's second favorite wrestler. Um, <laughs> obviously, Kenny Omega is number one, and Chase Owens is number two just because he thinks it's Chase from the Paw Patrol. Oh, nice. nice. So he just goes, Chase. And I go, yep, that's Chase Owens. And he goes, Chase! You got to get him a Crown Jewel shirt now. Not the, the WWE one, but like the New Japan one. <laughs> I want to get him the one that says Chase is on the case. <laughs> I'm like, hey, what's up? <laughs> wait, that one, wait, that wasn't what I thought it was. Hold on. I'm like, hey, what's up? That's that. What, the, what was the one that I thought it was? <laughs> I forgot about Oh, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, and uh, obviously our main event, get your notepads out because I think we have one of our, one of uh, a lock for one of the 10 matches of the year right now. Tomohiro Ishii defeats Nagata. Um this, this everything you want was there: suplexes, mm-hmm. chops, slaps, kicks, forearms. The the great forearm battle where where Ishii stopped throwing forearms. And no selling. selling. Oh, you, you know <laughs> he 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 hit the. They're going back and forth, and then he stops and got dizzy. So then Nagata capitalizes mm-hmm. it. Nagata hits a top rope exploder suplex. I mean, oh my gosh! You know, and then Ishii like hitting a, that stalling suplex off the top mm, rope. You know, I mentioned Manabu Nakanishi has that one big match every year at 52 years old. Nagata's going to be 51 next month, and this is another one of those. Nagata's got that one good match in him if you need it to, mm-hmm. and he did it. And, I mean, there, there's people going, if, if this is how, if Nagata can still work like this, he's got another run in him to have a nice little mid-card run. And, I, and I, 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 if he's going to work like this, I can't disagree with it. Hey, Blue Justice. Force. I, I wouldn't have been mad, and you know how big of an Ishii fan I am, yeah. but I would not have been mad if Nagata kind of took the W there. Uh, this was just brutal um, for, for all accounts. Uh, Tomohiro Ishii, no kick pads at all, but that did not stop him as he's just wailing on Nagata's head and shoulders and body uh, with furious kicks. Uh, Nagata, hell, when he did his uh, Undertaker spot, just the you know the blood coming out of his mouth was just awesome as he had Ishii in that arm bar uh, that was just damn cool. Um, but Ishii you know knew to uh, to get the job done. It was, you know just that that great finishing Ishii sequence, uh, but a hell of a brain buster. Um, this was an excellent showdown. This was Yakuza boss after Yakuza boss samurai after uh, versus samurai. Uh, you know to me this is what New Japan kind of you know was, you know, kind of in, in that pre-Okada era, uh, you know, something I, I definitely appreciate now than when I started watching this uh, this company, you know, three years ago. So hats off. This was a hell, hell of a match. Eugene, uh, I gotta not be kidding me. Uh, I'll have <laughs> one more run. Uh, this was, this was awesome. This, this was everything I wanted matches, to be. 
were pro- mm-hmm. I would even yeah I would say those two matches were probably better than night two combined. Minus yeah. the main events. Oh man, there, there was I mean it was it was fantastic and you know Ishii and, and Nagata get tw- get twenty one minutes. I mean yeah. Uh, um, there's another um, New Japan Cup bracket thing that I'm in that's got like seven hundred people in it. Um, there's uh there's one guy who went 16 for 16. His name is Taguchi for 69th IWGP champ. Since Taguchi wants to be the 69th champion. Uh, yeah. The second place guy is down at the Kota, Kota Cabana. I don't know what the third guy's team name is, uh, what it means. The fourth one is the man who makes it rain on the garden. And what I think is funny, the guy in fifth place, his team name or his entry name is Gato is overrated. Watch all Japan. <laughs> that was pretty Thank you. No, it's not me. I promise. I promise. But I tell you what, Champions Carnival starts in April. I am going to be getting the their network back so I can watch the Champions Carnival because, man, there's some there's some good stuff. Do they have two of those a year, or is it just been just a one. year already since you told me about the Champions Carnival last year? Yep, last year we watched it. It came out right after WrestleMania weekend is when it usually hits. Ah, that's right. That's right. So yeah, I'm I'm jacked, and uh, my my goal is to get you to check that out the full tournament this year, as we can have more content. Hopefully, Patreon content as we yeah, y'all people need to sign up for Patreon. Tell them where they can sign up for our Patreon. Patreon dot com. Uh, you can search for Wrestlecast Radio on there. Otherwise, just go Patreon dot com forward slash Wrestlecast. Yeah, if you like your content, you know, you can go as low as two bucks to support, um, you know, five bucks or higher, you know, anything to help uh, keep the lights on. We promise, especially during WrestleMania weekend, we're going to get the content full force, hopefully, uh, you know, a little beforehand as well, but uh, definitely Mania weekend. Hell, I'm just going to say wrestling weekend, New York weekend. Um, it's it's going to be uh, a blast. Ryan's going to do five days straight of wrestling. I'm going to do at least about two and three quarters straight. A lot of <laughs> yeah, time, I, I do want to um, – oh, I got something to say about that, too. Um, I do want to, before Mania or before Wrestling Weekend hits, I want to uh, – I'm going to do a Patreon kind of preview of all the shows and just a bunch of – maybe two, three-part series. Maybe, like, I'll do a Ooh. day. And, uh, but, um, you know, since it's going to cost me – couple hundred bucks to get all these shows. Um, and speaking of Taco Bell, um, I am dying for Taco Bell uh, with the, the news of us having the MCW reunion show. Um, the last eight days I have been healthy and exercising, and every day I continue to crave more and more Taco Bell. Oh, man. It's, Mania weekend. I, I feel like a crack fiend. <laughs> I, I, like, I just want to go get a Mexican pizza. Yeah, I don't see what's wrong. I just want one. Today we went to I didn't get my beer. I was a little upset. Just got water. No beer, cook. Who's that? That's yeah, rough. It's rough. It's rough. I'm I'm down six and a half pounds in a week though. Nice, so nice. It, it started on the right direction. I was hoping it wasn't. None of this was going to work, and then I was going to go. Why well, might I just go back to my Taco Bell and beer? But then I went, damn it. <laughs> I was as I was as mad as uh, as uh, 
Toanari was that he once again does not get a victory. Lance Archer. <laughs> Toanari. Um, Archer just beat the hell out of Hanare, but Hanare shot a lot of fire, kept getting back in. Dude, that uh, power bomb to start off, uh, you know, kind of for that quick two there. Um, and then him just kind of doing that sense on throwing him over the barricade. I was like, is this Hanare's night? And then Lance, Lance Archer was like, hold up my beer because I'm going to beat the living hell out of Joa Hanare. There wow. was. There was something that I I had a comparison to that hold my beer thing and I forgot what it was. Damn it! Um, oh, it was a WWE booking situation where like I picture you know, I pictured in the meme it's us dogging the the two tag leagues and and how they've screwed. Oh yeah, and how bad they screwed it up at Wrestle Kingdom meeting. None of them even it didn't even matter. <laughs> they both got three ways anyway, and I instantly thought WWE with Becky Lynch did the hold my beer. I'll show you how to really screw something up. Oh my gosh, funny, funny! I can't, I, I can't wait for you to get to that match, Alex. I really can't. Oh, oh. I, can't I already did an hour and a half of yuck. <laughs> yuck! Do you think this this match now being the New Japan Cup one? it would have been a better move to have Hanari win. Like he could have actually benefited from this win. Whereas, you know, okay, Lance Archer is just going to go and job next round anyway. What was, you know, mm-hmm. what I, you know what I mean? So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. And I get maybe why they're going to, you know, to have Osprey kind of be the guy to steamroll the big guys. So maybe that's why. Um, I mean, but so Hanari is a big guy. It's not like he's a slouch, but no, when you have Lance Archer, I don't know how tall he is, 6'10", maybe, uh, when he could do uh, old school seamlessly onto tomb ropes, uh, more power to you. You deserve to uh, win, especially in dominating fashion at the end with like two choke slams, two blackouts. You know, I uh, just, oh my God, just murdered him um, kind of at the end there. But uh, yeah, yeah, those old schools, that was that was pretty damn nice. Um, Mikey Nichols defeats Hikaleo after his three-year NXT run, whatever you want to call it. Um, Mikey Nichols, too, a lot of people go, well, why didn't he go back to Noah? Because TM61 was in Noah. But um, Or TDMK, I think. Yeah, they were TDMK, excuse me. TM61 was them in, in NXT when they were the Mighty. Uh, but they were TDMK, and um, I think that's what they're called. But Mikey Nichols actually was trained in the original LA New Japan Dojo. Um, oh. But it's only his fourth match, actually, in New Japan proper. So it's kind of a little bit of a, a back and forth, which is a little interesting. Uh, Hikaleos just came back from his ACL tear, still pretty green. Mm-hmm. Um but you know he did he did what he could. Mikey Nichols looked like he he's kind of getting rid of that NXT WWE stink. Um, slightly, I mean it wasn't it wasn't a disappointing match, but it wasn't also a barn burner. Um, Do you think it was made sense? I mean, you know, kind of put Hikaleu in with someone like Mikey Nichols. You know, like you said, you know, probably his fourth proper New Japan match. Yeah, he he comes from the uh, NXT system. I mean, do you think these two would have probably benefited by having more veteran-type opponents? Well, I, I think their thought was, look, Mikey Nichols is an, is, is an original New Japan dojo, so he's our guy, even though he worked in Noah for so long. But being he did work in Noah so long, I mean, 
you know, he had he had a seven year, eight years in Noah before he even went to WWE for three years. So Mikey mm-hmm. Nichols is you know ten, eleven year veteran in those two companies. So he's good he's job. a good hand. And I th- I think they knew that he's a good hand and it's somebody that they can put in there and maybe he can do something with Hikaleo that somebody hasn't and it's not going to hurt him. And look, kudos to him. I mean, he hit the Mikey bomb for the victory and he was mm-hmm. picking up Hikaleo for a lot of his power moves. Yeah. Um. So he looked impressive. And I think that was the other thought too. Um. Jado, uh, Jado did some interference too, which, you know, it was what it was. But it was, it wasn't bad. It, it wasn't bad. The um, the commentators were were yelling at Hikaleo about something, but as I watched the Japanese feed, not the English feed, the only thing that I understood from this tournament so far was, uh, or from from this month of watching New Japan was in the the junior tag title match when Sho and Yo did their double dive and Sho caught his legs on the guardrail. Milano Collection eighteen. Oh, went, oh shit! And that was the only <laughs> thing I understood. Yeah, that was pretty horrific. My God, <laughs> knees um, first into that guardrail. He did. <laughs> there was no room for that spot for show. My God, oh, it was it was hilarious. He's all you hear is shit from uh, Milano Collection. There <laughs> was he previewing uh, the next match. Uh, he might have been because this was not a good Folly performance. Like I'm used to seeing, Will Osprey defeats Folly. I kind of thought Folly was going to get the win after I, I overthought it because he always gets a couple wins in the New Japan Cup. Mm-hmm. Osprey wins with a with a pretty bad roll up. Um, Folly didn't give didn't give him much, um, and he really old, like now now this to be fair talking about the selling thing you brought up he's. He oversold a little bit on Folly. I'm not gonna lie. Yes. Um, like this match was what it was. But like, why is he gonna play? You know, the the little man with every match, especially you know against someone like Jay White, which he's obviously I would say a tad bit bigger than Jay White. But yet again, <laughs> the underdog, you know, getting beat up. Obviously, it makes more sense in a match against Bad Luck Folly. But yeah, it was kind of borderline comical at some times. And not know, Shawn Michaels SummerSlam, but no, no. But but I mean, now we get Osprey and Lance Archer, so I'm assuming we're going to see the same thing again. Um, you know, and then he gets fed to Okada, where he he probably exits the tournament in the quarterfinals. But so when Archer tries to do old school, does that somehow get turned into an ass cutter? Like he pulls them down and then Oscar. Maybe. That'd be kind of interesting. Um, speaking of interesting, the main event, I realized I was wrong when you asked me a question. Um, this is actually the fourth match between Okada and Elgin, and Okada is actually 3-0. and Yeah, I, I found that out as well. I was like, I'm pretty sure Elgin, no, it was just a match uh, that Elgin looked pretty strong in, as he always does against Okada. And what did I say was going to happen, Ryan? Uh, he would uh, he would fire up and do a lot, and then eventually get caught and lose. As we see, Okada hits a tombstone, hits the rainmaker, <laughs> gets the three count, uh, three and zero in the G one, one and zero in a New Japan Cup against Elgin. Um, he, he Elgin hit a rainmaker of his own, got a near fall. Yeah. you know. Fortunately, his isn't as strong as Okada's. As Okada, bing, boom, you're done. Finished him off with that Rainmaker. Um, but it was a fun one. match. Yeah, I mean, that's all it takes. It hey, 
there's only there's only I think two people that have ever kicked out of the Rainmaker, and Michael Elgin was not about to be the next one. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh come on, Big Mike. Maybe three. Maybe maybe Omega, Tanahashi, and Naito. But I thought it was just Tanahashi and Okada, but or Omega. But regardless, Michael Elgin was not going to get added to that list. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, never, never. Um, so, yeah, pretty disappointing night, too. I mean, obviously, night three, um, which we'll discuss on Wednesday night here at blogtalkradio.com forward slash strong style media. Also, find us on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, and who's our new affiliate as well there, Ryan? Uh, Archer.fm. Not Lance Archer, but... Archer.fm, where you can hear my god awful read. Um, before we we sign off here, I just before I forget because I didn't upload it. Um, as as we had talked about, um, in in November, uh, November nineteenth, uh, we saw the team of. Uh, uh, what, what am I? Where am I going? Sorry, I'm trying to boot something up here. We saw the team of. Nia Jackson, Tamina defeat Sasha and Bailey. Um, yes. This this is this is what I was talking about. Check this out here. Hey, you can what say, are you talking about? You can say whatever you want about Sasha Banks and Bailey, but since they've been a tag team over the years, they've never lost. They're undefeated as a tag team. <laughs> wow. No, no, they're not Michael Cole. Uh, they lost as a tag team like three months ago. As he said, in all their years, they've never lost. <laughs> what about the year that they were, you know, romantically involved for a name? Hey, hey Michael, Michael Cole. Michael Cole. You do not want to make an enemy out of me. <laughs> and just for good measure, my kid's got something to say to you, too. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, that company sucks. That company. Sucks. Yeah, I'm. I'm Where becoming that. Is. I'm becoming that cynical fan now. I <sighs> seven you hour mania show. Seven hours. You know, today I feel like we we connected without talking um, yesterday. Going into today, um, mm-hmm. as you. you you told me, you know, this disdain really started almost at a breaking point for you. Like it hit me a couple of years ago for this, with this company. But I had, a, I had a good conversation last night with me and Demetrius are watching part of Fastlane. And I, I shook my head and I said, you know, I really, I really don't know what else I got to do to get, to get, I, like, it's, it's a drug that we cannot stay away from. We always have to watch mm-hmm. WWE. You know, and I'm starting to get to the point where I'm not watching all the all the pay-per-views, which was I did religiously. And I, I looked at him and I said, I wish there was a way that deep down I could just pull Alex out of watching a three-hour Monday Night Raw and watch a three-hour DDT show instead. And and I told you about the show on the 10th, and you asked me about it. And you're very, you know, you were excited for that. You're excited for the New York show. But in my head, I'm mm-hmm. going to watch freaking Raw instead of this. And then you started talking about Fastlane. And I started sensing the despair and the, the <laughs> anger. And in my head, I'm going, yes. He's, 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 he's getting to where I was. 
we may finally, you know, in a perfect world, we could get somebody else to do the WWE reviews on this station. <laughs> no, that's the Patreon content. Um, like I said to you, though, um, about this, gotta pay for it. Yeah. Oh man, who knows? We might be good. Uh, you know, nice to them. But like I said to you, the only competitors that should last more than I don't know two minutes in a ring. With Asuka, or Sasha Banks, Io Shirai, Kyrie Hojo, Charlotte, I would say, you know, hell, even heel round around, um, and Becky Lynch. Not that match yesterday, not the match last week, not the match four months ago. Whatever tag team that she was in, the Glow Twin Sisters, whatever the hell that was. Give her a credible-ass opponent. Like, stop messing around. You're already messing around with our Raw Women's Heavyweight or Raw Women's Championship, including two SmackDown wrestlers, by the way, <laughs> which makes no sense. Um, why not, again, spread the love. Give two quality matches, not, like, five women matches where three of them are going to be. No, I would say four of them are going to be multi Women matches. I, my gosh, it, it makes my head hurt. Why could they not just do Charlotte Oscar too? Why do they have That's to what just, we wanted? Oh, oh, we got to put Charlotte in the main event because she deserves it. Look, I'm sorry, you're not the hot act right now. Deal with it. You don't have to shoehorn everyone in these freaking matches, man. Oh, it's so frustrating. It's so. <laughs> there's, there's something that. A friend of the show, Sue Williams, wrote for Voices of Wrestling um, when he, um, not wanting to, but to help out, just did the, the review, even though he said it was one of the, the worst things he's ever written and had to read or watch to, to write about. But just just his blurb about the Charlotte-Becky match, when you mm-hmm. see this match and I can read you this article, I, I, it's, it's, I don't think I could have written it any better. And it's, it's when you see it, I, like I'm, all I'm saying is I, I cannot wait for the, I don't know if, if for some reason you decide to try to watch more tonight or you watch it tomorrow or you watch it Wednesday. But when you do, I need you to immediately text me or if you're not busy, call me and tell me your thoughts about that match. Cause maybe once again, maybe I'm just on the ledge and I'm, I'm in the, the wrong because I just have that natural stink about it. Maybe this will be what? another, uh, the hug debate. Mm, that's a good I doubt to, it though. No, no, it's you're you're gonna sit there and not say anything for about forty. I'm already seconds. over it because again, Becky Lynch, it was the hottest thing. Yeah, you have her lose to Oscar. You give Oscar some credibility, sure, but then you do nothing. You get her injured, then you have her attack, and then you've got the Twitter fingers going on. Then again, you have a her battling Charlotte, which was supposed to be for the vacant Raw Women's Championship which I don't even know if that happened. Um, everything that I've seen, read accidentally or on purpose about this event, it seems like they literally rewrote and said, hey, audience, forget what happened the last four or five days on TV because we're going to throw that shit right out the window. We're going to throw it against the wall like we're some primates because you know what? Eh, go blank yourselves. We're just like, ah, eh, whatever, you're going to watch it anyway. When, when Where, after last week when we did the show and you said, well, no, it's actually for the vacant title, um, at the end of Raw when Ronda Rousey beat up Becky the whole time um, to have, you know, your hero get her ass kicked the whole show, 
Um, then they said at the end of the show, Stephanie McMahon changed it and said, well, if Ronda's back, she's the champion. So it'll be Becky and Charlotte, where if Becky wins, it becomes a Oh, movie. God. Which is why I thought that when I read it to you, because I was just going off of Wikipedia and I had not seen mm-hmm. the show. So that's why it was, I mean, and here's oh, the thing. Oh, yeah, even worse. As much as we kept changing the things, this is the most convoluted angle I've ever seen in my life. That was the easiest gift-wrapped angle yeah. ever. Yep. It, if you agree with me that this is the most convoluted angle, wait till you see what happens at the end of this match. <laughs> it oh just my gets gosh! Like and, five and, months. That's all they had to do. And hey, they they they've done it well with Brock Lesnar over the last what six years since he's been back. Where yeah, you cool off one or two of your wrestlers, not throw them all in like oh Becky Lynch is suspended and she comes back twenty minutes later. Oh, you're suspended. She's back next week. You're suspended. She's at a at a, a you know a, a used car lot doing autographs where the fans are three miles deep. Well, oh, you're so suspe- you know it's God. It's so so uh, last weekend or two weekends ago when they were at the Target Center that night, um, she did an autograph signing in Minnesota here somewhere mm-hmm. and like uh, Mike shell and a couple of those guys went and saw her and she didn't even have, she wasn't even wearing a knee brace at the autograph signing. So she wasn't even selling. <laughs> like, like that's, you know, obviously that's their mindset and they meet it. They're like, dang, she, yeah. she, she, she didn't even care about kayfabe. She's just walking around and high fiving people, hugging people. Like, uh, what about your leg girl? And, and, <laughs> And there's a point at the after this match is over, and um, Kyle pointed this out to me, and I had to rewatch it. Somebody breaks character, and I think I don't think it was an act. I think they did it on purpose, and Ooh. even I think I think they're over it. Like that's how bad this is getting. Just wait. I, I cannot wait for you to see this. Is and this another again, Brock Lesnar WrestleMania 20 fiasco? Especially if. The rumors are true that Rousey's last night is the day after Mania, even though the E said. Uh, when all the uh, when will Ronda's you know contract end, and they said they have it to what twenty twenty one or whatever BS that is, um, <laughs> do we have implications of a WrestleMania twenty fiasco? I mean, hello, they're both in New York. Well, look, we I don't know if you saw, but Misha Tate said that Ronda Rousey is like the biggest. If if she gets salty, she's the biggest crybaby about anything. And Misha well, yeah, said this, Holly Holm. Yeah, she said uh, they're like, "What do you think about this?" And she goes, "I don't think it's an act." She's acting like she did when she got beat, and everyone threw it in her face, and she took yep. her ball and went home. So, there's people that think that this is legit that she's a big crybaby. Um, I'll tell you this: Becky Lynch and Charlotte. Um, I've I've been keeping a running track of 2019's worst matches of the year. Um, I have five matches on the list. This is number five. It's the first WWE one. But uh, she joins the likes of, uh, I'll give you my five worst matches so far this year. Cody um, Hall, Cody Hall, Cody Hall. <laughs> I did see him live in Tokyo, um, which I, I, I tweeted at. I, I tweeted, ah, uh, I should have bought a Cody Hall shirt, but I forgot when I was at Corican. <laughs> to which he tweeted back at me, you should have said something, bro. I could have sold you one. And I'm like, oh, I no. wasn't being sorry, Cody. Um, but we have uh, the Desi Hit Squad versus Falaba and KM from the January 3rd Impact. 
uh, from the new beginning on February 3rd, Tetsuya Naito versus Taichi. Mm. From February 2nd at MLW Superfight, the Lucha Bros versus the Hart Foundation, Davy Boy Smith and Teddy Hart. Really? Um, oh, that match was uh, always horrible. I, it, stiff? You wouldn't, like, was it too stiff or what? It, it looked like this was the first time any of those four guys have ever been in a wrestling ring. I don't know what happened. Like, I don't know how it was so bad. That's why I have it on here. I'll try to find a highlight video and you can watch it. Um, from the now, this is this is going to be random, but this is how much wrestling I've been watching. So bear with me on this. Um, and I can show you this match WrestleMania weekend from February eighteenth. Uh, Brittany DeVoe versus Jay Lee from the episode number 1018 of Ohio Valley Wrestling TV. So I'm, I'm watching Ohio <laughs> Valley Wrestling. Wow. Um, and then March 10th, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Fastlane. Ooh. Are the fans going to turn on Becky? Do you think if they keep getting this abysmal thing, or if the main event at WrestleMania doesn't live up to everyone's hype, is, is the Becky train derailed? I'd hope not, but man, like I said, at the end of this match, you're, you're, you're going to be as dumbfounded as the competitors were. Like, it's just... Oh, God. He oh. fell on his arse. Oh, in the words of Ric Flair, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, let oh. me know what... Can't wait to chat about it. Um, and let me know if you figure out anything about the interview for Warrior Wrestling on Wednesday. Otherwise, Wednesday night, we got nights three and four. We got Fast Lane. We'll talk some Warrior Wrestling. And we may even have an interview from the promoter, hey. Warrior Wrestling himself. Myself and Alex, uh, thank you all for listening to episode 112, Bad Boy for Lifestyle. We'll catch you in two days, Wednesday night, episode 113. We out.